in this situation with your significant other to understand and accept and respect the fact that they're coming from a totally different perspective, one that is just as valuable and as valid and as real as yours, then forget it. It's done because it's not going to work. The millennial generation is as follows. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. Well, you found yourself back. Welcome to the Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast with your venerable host. I don't even know what that word means, but I, I, sound, I heard it a couple days ago. Uh, Lexi and Tony. Hey, Lex, how you doing? What up? Oh, I got you mid-tea, didn't I? Sorry about that. Yes, I'm drinking my daily detox tea, and I only started this on Monday, but it actually kind of mellows my intestines out after so you, so your, da- your daily detox tea that be you've been drinking for three days yeah but Perfect. daily but daily it actually clearly. tastes I, good i got too. the daily part right exactly so this is millennial talk for all you millennials out there this is life hacks and and all of our collected wisdom as well as our research techniques that we go out there and you take a look and we find stuff that we hope that can help you out in your millennial journey so this week because we're sort of uh, piggybacking on last week's show we're going to talk about how to argue effectively right and how to be aware of your argument styles because we each individually have our own way of arguing, whether it's because this is what we've observed growing up or we took a class in college or because it's what has worked for us as we've um, grown into adulthood. So being intelligent enough to see other people's perspectives when they're arguing um, and kind of where they're coming from, as well as sticking to your own style, because that being true to your being true to who you are is the most important. Absolutely. I mean, that that definitely helps in the communication aspect, especially because when you argue with a person, and let's assume in this circumstance, what we're talking about today is like your intimate relationship. Yeah. Or at least a very close relationship where they know something about you. So you're going to come across as being more consistent if you're true to yourself in regards to your argument style. Now, let's let's take a like a eight steps back and take a look at the big picture here. What we're talking about is really effectively communicating a situation to where there is a difference of opinion in some form or fashion. Right. And uh, I I have a whole bunch, I threw you a whole bunch of bullet points in regards to the stuff that you should understand when you argue or how to effectively communicate and get your point across to people. And if you go on and, you know, HuffPost and Elite and everywhere you go, you're going to find a whole bunch of places where they have 10 tips to argue effectively or 14 tips. But you know what? Nobody's going to go through all those steps. As they're as they're really pissed because their you know chick didn't load the dishwasher again, and they're bent because it's not about the dishwasher, and that's the one thing that I wanted to bring up right at the beginning, is that ninety nine percent of the time the argument is triggered by a situation. I always call it kind of the upper crust of things, or just yeah. the, the last straw that before the camel's back broke. And it really doesn't have anything to do with that at all. It has to do with the core issues that that represents. And totally. that's the and and then and then understanding that you've got to you, you just can't you can't let yourself go down that downward spiral like you had talked about. And the yeah. downward spiral is that emotional. I saw an example somewhere where they were talking about a person has different types of trees. You know, they have the child tree and the adult tree and stuff. You know, when you get super emotional or your ego takes over, a lot of times you regress back. You regress back to 
when you were a lot younger and when you feel hurt because most of the time when you feel a lot of emotion in something or you get really pissed off that's coming from all that energy is coming from a different place it's not necessarily coming from the fact that somebody didn't take the trash out oh for sure and so this it's an is understanding why, of that. yeah but this is why communication is so important in a relationship and why um on last week's show we kind of gave you our examples of um how to be aware of and intellectual compatibility with your significant other because intellectual compatibility is going to relate to your arguing styles as well as your communication styles. So if you're passive aggressive and you are um, angry with your significant other and you don't say anything at that moment, but two days later she doesn't load the dishwasher and then that's when you blow the fuck up. This is not how to handle things. Our mind is trained to reject the overwhelming. So maybe be, maybe walking along life you've noticed or you have some memories of someone coming at you hostile and you're like, whoa, fuck off. Your mom's a slut. Your brother's ugly. You know what I mean? You start throwing these low blows because you're rejecting this overwhelming aspect of an argument. So what you have to do in the first place to avoid this is communicate. The moment you don't feel good inside about something your significant other is doing you have to say something. You have to. I don't care how uncomfortable it makes you feel. I don't care if you're going to start. A lot of people don't do it because it's going to start a fight and they're going to break up. Then if that's the outcome, that's I mean, what the outcome yeah, I mean, should you know, be. Right. right. So you ha- number one, you have to bring it up and you will be surprised how much better you feel once you bring up this issue and you get it off your chest and you kind of see how your significant other reacts to what is really going on. There's a great way to set the table in all this, and, 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 and that's exactly right. It all comes down to, I mean, you know, let, we're not idiots here. We're surrounded by idiots, but we're not listening to the show and doing the show. We're not idiots. So but we Tony know and I a, collectively are not idiots. Well, it, dep- it depends upon the situation. <laughs> I've been a complete idiot in certain, certain circumstances. <laughs> but we, we understand that this is all about communication and being open and stuff. And in a vacuum, when you take a look at this and when you talk, because we're not mad, we're not upset, nobody's pissed us off. So we can talk about this and it's all cognitive. It's all coming from our thinking part of the brain and we're not getting over emotional about this. But we all know when we're in those circumstances, we're not thinking very clearly. And so that's why I want my my first tip of the day in terms of how to argue effectively is to do something that I know a lot of people haven't done. I've done it and it's really, really worked well. Do a preemptive sit-down meeting plan with your significant other when you guys both have cool heads when there's not an issue and you sit there and you say hey listen these are the boundaries where we should if we ever have an issue or an issue comes up this is how we should handle it and i would suggest number one when we have an issue when we have an issue no yeah not if but when we have an issue because if you don't have an issue, that's an issue. That's a whole other show. So plan out a neutral place to talk because a lot of times people will have their power places. You know, the, the, the you guys, you know, the girls will have their own places in the house. Guys will have his own space in the For house. For sure. Make it make it like the kitchen or something, something where both of you guys interact. Or it's some it's some place where you know you don't feel as though you don't have hand or vice versa. Yeah, and this goes you know along. What that means, right. That's a great point, Tony. I'm glad you touched on that. Um, I wrote down preparing for an argument. It sounds silly 
and no, but it should be done to be right. Honest. I mean, it's really something I would never think about um, in the past couple of years because I am very passionate. I'm very go and follow the emotion. Um, if there's a thread of negative energy towards this person, you follow that fucking thread, you handle it, and then you cut that shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But as I've gotten older and as I've experienced this type of um, arguing and this style of debating with whether it's a significant other or someone at work or just anybody that is in my pathway to where I'm going, if an argument needs to be had to keep going and to settle that relationship, whether it's good or bad, you need to do it. But preparing for an argument is the way to do things. You need to hold on to those passionate emotions. Do not freak the fuck out at that moment. But Tony said, don't go crazy when you're feeling it right when you're hot and and you're ready to go. But make a mental note of those passionate emotions that you're feeling at that moment because you're supposed to feel that way. Whether you explode right then and there or not has nothing to do with it. Save it for the argument that you're going to have at an appropriate time and hour when the knives are put away and you haven't had a bottle of wine. But make sure you bring it up because you are feeling passionate about it for a reason. So you need to make mental notes throughout your day of what you're going to touch on during this argument. So you yeah, cover everything. Yeah, exactly. Most of, most of the time, the passion doesn't even come from the other person. The other person is actually, uh, it, they're, it, you almost like you displace it on them or they're being used as a stand-in for something. So for instance, if you're, you know, if you're a guy and you're with a girl and she's kind of a flirt and she goes out and does the whole flirty thing. But you you always tell her, hey, listen, it's not cool for you to do that because it's not like I'm the jealous type, but I know how guys are. And I know if you go out there and you start flirting around just because you want the attention, it's not going to do me any good because now I have to I have to be put into a not a good position to fend off all of the douchebags out there that think you're hitting on them because they don't give a shit about me. And all they're looking for is one inch of that door being open. Right. And when you have to deal with that, you have to set those boundaries ahead of time and understand that that's something that that is is going to bother you. And if you and if you do happen to go out and it does happen, then you've you've got to sit down and and uh, talk about it afterwards. So it's a matter of not only doing the preemptive stuff, but also taking to heart where the other person's boundaries are, because it really does come down to communication and respect. And you've got to respect sure. it. And if you don't, I, I, I listed three things that arguing, you know, all this stuff will not work, will not work. Even if you go through all the list of what we're going to talk about today, it won't work if you've lost respect for the other person. If you have yeah. no respect for the other person, forget it. Why even talk to them? You're donezo. Or if, if you, you can don't, feel that they don't give a fuck about your boundaries. Exactly. If they don't, if they don't respect you, you don't respect them. It has to be mutual for, for anything to go forward. The second thing is you, if you don't trust the person. If you don't trust them, that's, there's zero chance it's going to happen because you're going to you're going to keep saying, "Oh well," especially in situations to where they're like, if he's already broken a level of trust, then and if it's something that is already and that's a third step that I had, if he's already crossed a line where you know there's unrepairable damage, you can't repair it. It's a line you have intrinsically within yourself that you know if somebody crosses that line, it is almost impossible. To get that trust back. How many times is that have, have people come across that in relationships? That happens so many times. And yeah. then the other person's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, really. And, and so what happens? The one person puts the other person in the doghouse for like six months or a year. I know, I know this one girl who was married to this guy and 
he there was like slight abuse. It wasn't like a major abuse, but he, you know, it was like a push or something. I mean, it wasn't. It, I'm not uh, condoning any level of abuse. Trust me. But I'm saying for her. And so she had this trust issue with him because that was over her line. But what happened was the the next year after that, she put this guy through hell. There was zero chance of him ever getting back and to where they were. Ever, yeah, and all you're in doing in that situation is wasting your own time. It's like you brought up the point that it's just his. He's just like this, or she's just like this. I just have to deal with it because I love her and blah blah blah. You're right. If they are like that, that's dope. You are you're using that intelligence to see and to be aware that this person is like that. But that doesn't mean that you have to put up with it. You know what else is true about that statement? There is someone else like a certain way that is going to mesh with you and is going to be compatible with you. So you do not ever settle because you're so in love with someone, but they're just like that. Their individual way of reaction towards a negative situation, if that's how they are and it doesn't work with you, then it doesn't work with you and you need to move on. I wanted to talk on don't be the girl or boy that argued wolf. <laughs> and this... Wolf? The wolf. Like, don't be the boy that cried wolf. Don't be the girl that argued Wolf. And what I mean by that is do not argue about petty, mundane bullshit because one day you're going to have a really serious argument that you want to sit down and listen to and you want to be prepared for this argument. But all your boyfriend is going to remember is the moment you argued about him coming home 10 minutes late or the moment you argued about him looking in your best friend's eyes when he talked to her for too long. Like just all I'm saying is don't be that chick that argues with your man about everything because then when it's time to argue about some serious business that is detrimental to your relationship, I mean, I would be like, fuck off. That's a tough gig though, right? Because usually the people that are like that, they're arguing for a reason. It's part of their DNA more than like, or at least part of their personality that they've created and developed over the years. And there's a reason why that they bring up all that little stupid stuff. And it's from core issues. A lot of times it has to do with insecurity. Uh, And if that's the case, then that's kind of the way it is. And now in, in saying to those type of people, you know, save your, you know, save your bullets, for for the yeah. big war instead of totally. the small battle, I don't, I'm not sure. I mean, oh, I, 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 I I'm not sure that. Well, I, I'm I'm positive that that would be way more effective, but I'm just not sure that people. I think in, all the, in that saying, mo- it's, it's an emotional thing, Lux. That's no, the totally. I, I get it, but but you have to be able to pay attention and to be aware to what you're reading and reacting to, because if it is your man coming home ten minutes late, or if it is these little itty bitty things that do not take they should not take an argument to get to a conclusion with this issue then it's a it's a you issue and you need to like we say in all of our podcasts step out of that relationship and figure out what you need to handle within yourself all i'm saying is that's not the argument that we're talking about because i want people to really be able to understand each other when they argue it's tough to fight with a significant other because you love the shit out of them and all you really want them to do is understand you want to reach a conclusion and you want to both feel benefited after the conversation you want to both feel like you're you're throwing logic out there and it's tough i feel like 5% of the time one of you understands the other because 
we're completely different humans. So right. what we're trying to say <laughs> is if you can sit and listen and and intuitively understand that person from the heart, you will be okay. But yeah. if you can't, then you're wasting your time and the passion and you're wasting the love on someone who you don't even respect enough to try to understand where they're coming from. Robert, that brings up a good point. And the point is, is that they, that you come from a completely different world than they do completely totally different perspective. There might be some shared stuff. I'm sure there is because if you're together, there's obviously some shared stuff involved. But overall, you're coming from two, everybody lives in their own world. And if you are not able in this situation with your significant other to understand and accept and respect the fact that they're coming from a totally different perspective, one that is just as valuable and as valid and as real as yours, then forget it. It's done because it's not going to work. You, that's the respect part about it. You have to understand that. And that's the, and you talked about logic and that's funny because I could, I can remember a hundred different times when I'm sitting there and, and throwing out, literally throwing out facts, facts on stuff. And it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter because the facts don't matter in situations like this, especially if it's an emotional blow up. It doesn't matter. You know what matters? Being heard, being validated on being heard. That's the key. And it has nothing to do with who's right and who's wrong. That's the hardest thing to get over in Mm -hmm. in an argument or relationship because you're trying to prove a point, right? You're trying to defend yourself and you're trying to prove a point. The other thing that comes up is a thing called confirmation bias to where you have, you think you have a valid stance on this thing and it makes perfect sense, which it may, totally perfect sense. The other person comes at you and they're batshit crazy at that moment. You're like, are you fucking kidding me? What happens, both of you guys, because you're saying you are absolutely wrong and the other person's saying you're absolutely wrong and you're not validating each other's own personal perspectives on things, you back yourself into your own corner and then you want to prove yourself even more. It's called confirmation bias. You're trying to prove the fact that that where your stance is is right because you're being attacked on it. And it just makes things a lot harder instead of breaking away from that. And with that preemptive plan to be able to get together and talk about where you're going to have an argument, best case scenario too. I mean, you could be at a party. You can't be in your own kitchen, right? But where you're going to have the argument and and not to bring in personal stuff because what's what's the worst part about our arguing with a, with a significant other? It's them knowing all of your spots, oh, your buttons. Sure. You are completely vulnerable to them, hopefully, if it's a good relationship. You're completely vulnerable to them, and they know where all your soft spots are, and they can poke the stick right in there if they wanted to. And that's where respect comes from, too, because how many times have you gotten into a situation to where all of a sudden that person drops the bomb? Right. And you're like, But it's like, don't oh, you this is- understand and be aware of when your significant other attacks understand the difference in attacking your individuality and and the way you express yourself throughout life and and them knowing your vulnerabilities when they start to attack you in that aspect don't freak out understand that they're being emotional and that's not fucking cool this is well, what it's I'm never saying. cool but that's but the problem is it happens all the time yeah so what i kind of want to get at before we wrap this show up is being emotionally intelligent enough to understand how to communicate how you feel towards that other person. You know what I mean? Like, what if 
this isn't right or wrong? And what if this isn't something completely stupid? What if it's something you that you both feel completely strong about and you just have different views on this situation? What happens then? Because if you are emotionally intelligent enough to see, damn, will you just view this situation completely different than me? Is it time to walk away or is it time to compromise? Depends on the circumstance. I don't I don't think compromise is a bad word though. I think it's a great word. I think compromise is it I think compromise shows a level of maturity, especially in situations where you can prioritize. Because you'll only oh, you'll sure. only compromise on things that are that are a lower priority than something greater than that. And if the greater thing is staying together, then you're gonna compromise on whatever happens to be something Absolutely. that's gonna like, you know, moving for a job or something. Right. So you compromise on that. If if that's not the number one thing, then the compromise is going to be the relationship is gone. So it's a matter of determining what what your priority list is and and moving through that. And I think that arguing with someone far more intellectual than you, and I've experienced this on both sides, is absolutely 100% revitalizing. And it, it really brings you back to life and it makes you realize that you can sit down and have an adult argument based on your opinions that may not mesh well with this individual's. But if you come to a logical conclusion, that shit is beautiful. So try to be in tune with your emotional intelligence every day, even when you are completely in love with your lover, even on the days that shit is beautiful. Because when you get to a point where you start to disagree on something, if you're emotionally intelligent, if you're relationally intelligent with your significant other, if you if you kind of know their intelligent argument styles or just th- them in general, you know them through the core, you'll be able to really see how a loving, and it may not be loving at that point, but how when two people love each other, this is how they argue and you'll learn something from it. And I think that when it, when it's not like that, when an argument doesn't feel fulfilled at the end and when you don't feel like you got your point across and when you don't feel like your significant other genuinely understood you, you have to start figuring out whether you're going to stay in this relationship or not. I do not think a relationship should be drowning you with, illegitimate opinions on something that this person just doesn't understand. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and that's, that's what it is. It comes down to effective communication, just effective in terms of being honest and forthright and vulnerable. When you talk to the person, this person is supposed to be the closest person to you on earth. So I'm, I'm hoping that hoping that that's the case. If it's not, and if you don't feel as though you can be totally vulnerable with a person, then you have to ask yourself a question. And I think you know what the question is. The second thing is, is to understand that they come from a different perspective and respect it. It's all about respect. It's all Lex. It's all about respect. That's all it comes down. And you know, the one thing I wanted to do because I looked at all these like hundreds of tips on how to, like I said, how to argue and fight and all this crap. You're not going to go through the list. And so I wanted to boil it down to just the core elements. And the core elements are you are two different people. You want to be a team and you are a team, but something's come up to where you guys have a disagreement on something. And if it gets emotional, if it gets to arguing and yelling, then there's something, there's something definitely wrong. And it has more than likely it has nothing to do with the situation in the moment. That situation in the moment is a trigger moment. But what it does is it allows, it allows you, it's a great gift. 
to any relationship because it will allow you the opportunity to start digging with this person together at the same time. Once you allow the other person to speak and you hear them, they allow you to speak, they hear you and take that for what it is. And then you can work towards really what the issue is because there's no such thing as, as a relationship without an issue because there's no such thing as one person, uh, even identical twins are totally different and they will fight. So it has nothing to do with you not being a good couple. A lot of times, you know, I did uh, couples therapy a long time ago when I was going through my master's stuff and couples will come in and they think that they're failing because they're arguing. I'm like, you're not failing at all. You're fucking human beings. Everybody is supposed to argue because you're supposed to have differences of opinion. And if most of the time, if, if there is no difference of opinion in a relationship, nine times out of 10, it's because one person has totally overtaken the other person and, and that the, the, the lower person has really enmeshed into that one person's life. That's an imbalance that will come back to haunt you because passive aggressiveness starts to add up. And then you have to deal, and then it'll just explode, and they'll, and you yeah. will have no idea why it explodes. So yeah. that's really, you know, that's really comes down to right. just listen and respect and communication. I mean, we're not and, saying that arguing is the end all be all for your relationship. We're saying that if you can't effectively communicate and make each other feel better, and that this relationship is going to continue in a positive manner, then that's when it's time to go. But you have to understand that we all have different ways that we express ourselves and your emotional intelligence comes in when you become empathetic to that person's expressive style. Um, I don't avoid avoid the conflict. No, don't avoid the conflict. conflict. Like I said, it could be very revitalizing if you, if you, if you reach like the magical point in an argument where you're both like, well, fuck, I love you. Like, yes, I get it. I didn't see it that way until you said that. Those words are magical. <laughs> and keep these three things in mind. Keep in mind that you have to have a positive dialogue. It may not feel possible when you're angry, but do not come at the other person completely from the jump ready to rip their head off have a positive dialogue understand that this communication is going to be a conversation between two you say your words he says his she says his whatever it is and then also understand that there is going to be persuasion involved in this communication on both ends because both Mm -hmm. of you are like no this is the way that it needs to be done because in the core of your soul you feel like this but so do they so those three things are going to come up if you push them towards the positive side then you will be successful if you let them loose and they start to dangle lower and lower and lower and they they start to hit a hole you need to chill out take a deep breath and understand that this is going to go one of two ways you're going to end feeling good or you're going to have to pull yourself out of the situation because if you can't get each other's argument styles right you don't need to be together yeah exactly remember you're on the same team it's not like you're fighting a war you know they always use those euphemisms of you know lose the lose the battle win the war type of thing what are you trying to win what, what are you trying to yeah. win with this person that you that's that's your significant other exactly you want to spend your it's life not with? A I, I just i never i never understood that 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 level of thinking and that that euphemism, that analogy, it's not about that. It's about being on the same team and just getting down to really what the core issue is. And sometimes there's core issues. Sometimes there's core issues that that uh, bubble underneath the surface for years and years. Nobody has any clue whatsoever. There's not even any passive aggressive energy of it. All of a sudden, boom, it'll come up. And yeah, you're I like, think, oh, shit. I and think- then you got to you know handle it. 
people need to be smart enough to understand that a relationship is supposed to be a plus in your life. I've said this many times. This person is supposed to bring good vibes that you wouldn't have if you didn't have them in your life. You would have good vibes, but just not their good vibes. They're supposed to be a benefit in your life. And without them, you will be just fine. But with them, they bring the fire out of you. They bring out who you want to be because they are just that awesome. If they don't feel that awesome to you anymore, peace out. A counseling uh, saying is one plus one equals three. So it's about creating a third entity. And the third entity is the relationship, which actually makes your life more fulfilled, makes their life more fulfilled, and it makes everybody that comes in contact with your crazy, radical team of you two makes their life better, too. (laughs) Mind blown. Yeah, there it is. For those of you who can't see, because nobody can, because nobody's watching, you just blew, I just just blew your mind. So So that's going to... That's going to bring us to the end. So hopefully, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. My objective at the beginning, I told you this before, Lex, the beginning of the show was to just boil this down into some really easy concepts to follow. (laughs) You think that that's because this is there's a lot. This is a dumpster fire. I mean, there's so many things going on, especially when you get into emotional stuff. There really isn't any way to make a list and to go linearly down the list and and that'll work out great. Sometimes your fights will work out great. Your arguments will work out great. Sometimes they'll be horrible and you'll sleep on the couch for a couple of days. There's really no way around that. But at yeah. least if you take into consideration the couple, the, the try to effectively communicate by understanding the other person and they're a different person and you guys are a team, you know, hopefully that'll help. Totally. So there you go. So it's uh, javabud.com. You can find everything on there. Uh, make sure you go to iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher and uh, review because review really, really helps, especially in iTunes if you go to iTunes. The reviews really help. And, yeah. you know, the stars and the whatnot. To, We're to trying get us to make a and- dent in this podcast game. And I mean, it'll happen. We're being very patient and we hope that we're reaching every single one of you. Um, with a positive light because that's all we want to do. If you have any questions, hit me up at Lexi at crucialawareness.com. I'm currently writing my crucial awareness program right now, and this will be all up on my website soon. I cannot wait. There's big things happening, and I just want to throw this out there. Nothing to do with the show, but visualize what you want in life, and it will come to fruition. I'm already experiencing that right now, and it's only been a couple weeks since I've began to meditate every day and kind of try to visualize what I want um, in, in this life. And it's happening already. So just Great. if, if you, you get it, anything it, from that show, <laughs> fucking just visualize and speak into existence what you want to happen and do all the right things. Be a good person. Bring abundance to your society and you'll be okay. Have you done a vision board yet? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. good. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Well, that's a good way to end it. Take us all out. All right. Peace out. Thank you.